listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 267 for December 12, 2019. This week, we talk about stepping in dog poo, driving with Pavlova, finding the meaning of life, new pop stars, digital encyclopedias, and the top searches of 2019. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Pop off, sis. If you don't pick up your dog shit in a public place, you don't deserve to have a dog. Also, you don't deserve to be alive. You should just be executed on the Pop spot. Pop off, sis. Pop, Pop off, off, sis. I'm waving my hand and snapping. Can you hear? I want you to. I want you to amplify the snapping sound. Okay, just do it right in the mic. So okay, my hands are a little dry right now. It's winter, so I can't. I don't have the snapping power I usually do. Don't you love in winter when you're like your skin cracks off like fucking flakes? so gross yeah i love it i love our bodies i love my body (laughs) i love my body anyway joe stepped in dog shit before the podcast so you're welcome yeah i'm just upset this is like the fourth time this year these are new shoes we're in a public park you have a dog pick up its shit also unfollow me if you disagree hashtag unfollow joe on twitter hashtag your canceled party not me Everyone else who doesn't pick up their dog's poop. Everyone else but diseases. You're spreading bacteria. You're ruining my day because now I have to clean my floor. I have to clean the bathtub where I hosed off my shoes. I have to clean the shoes. I have to make sure my dog's clean and he didn't step in your poo too and get sick. He already has to go to the vet so much. Right. I'm counting all of these all of these itemized lists on my fingers, by the way. I have four <laughs> to five fingers up right now. How many fingers so. do you have, Joe? Oh, honey, you don't want to know how many fingers I can take. Um, I, I, at least every time you step, every time I, at least I step in dog shit, which isn't very often because I don't leave the house, which is like I can't step Obby. in dog shit if I'm not because there isn't a dog inside of my apartment. Anyway, well, it, you it, step in a lot of macaroni, I assume. That's true, but I feel like it's dried. Way, it's it's you know it's dried. It's not sticking. to That me, was my chair. Smell. I didn't fart just in case it picks it up. Oh, okay. I'm anyway, go on. Your, sorry. Covering your tracks. I'm not pooping on the floor, and if I did, I would pick it up. Right, exactly. Like a normal human being when you should on like the floor, you pick it up. Like a normal human being. Yeah. Um. Every time I step in dog shit, it's never it's never a small dog. It's always like the biggest dog's shit yeah. imaginable. And it's gooey. Mm. It's gooey and green. And it, it just, you just, if you don't have a bag, use a leaf. I don't care if you don't have a bag. I don't care. Pick it pick up it with up your, on hands. your hands. <laughs> pick it up with your hands. You have a dog. Linda. You don't deserve it if you don't pick up your dog's poop. Um. Well, here's something I didn't realize because I don't. I never had a dog growing up. I don't know how how biology works or whatever. I live in an apartment complex. It's it's big. There's and a lot of people have pets, including dogs. And what I didn't realize is I didn't have to go through this when I when I applied for this apartment because I don't have a dog. But they they do this thing called doggy DNA at our at our apartment complex where <gasps> in order like if you have a dog. You have to like the the apartment complex takes your dog's DNA and then they can like cross reference it with shit. Apparently, there's DNA in dog shit. And well, there's DNA in all our shit, honey. Well, that's something you I didn't popped realize. popped a vessel or two when you've taken a poo. I mean, honey, I pop a grapes your skin off too. <laughs> it's just like the, I know your turds. Well, your turds are kind of liquidy, so I'm sure they don't do this. Well, that's the as thing. Much. This is yeah. so disgusting. Anyway, there's no telling. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, go on. Anyway, so like when when people are finding dog shit around our apartment complex and it's not being picked up, like they will go and DNA test the dog shit and match it with the dog. 
I am all for that. Like I am 120% on board with cataloging every dog in the world, DNA testing them, getting their dog shit under control. Like it- Sending them a fine in the mail. It is a, I hate, like, I'm sorry that I sound so white and angry right now. Like that's, that's the level I am right now. I mean, you're white and you're angry, so. I'm white and I'm angry. I'm gay, I'm white and I'm angry right now. (laughs) (laughs) So someone just hit me over the head with a pan, okay? That's mm-hmm. the sedative I need today. Honey. But when you step in dog shit, it ruins your life for like two full hours. Now I got to let these shoes dry. They'll probably take 24 hours. Right. I can't leave the house again. I don't have any more shoes. Right, honey. Anyway. I've been there. When I was uh, living at my at this house that I rented a long time ago, um, there was, uh, I had like a downstairs roommate who had a dog and I was like taking the trash out at night. And so I couldn't see anything. So I was walking through our backyard and I didn't realize that I stepped in dog shit. And mm. then I was like, I was, I had to go back outside. So I didn't take my shoes off. So I was like walking into our kitchen to get our recycling to then go back outside yes, with my recycling. shoes on. And I just tracked dog shit all into my house. Oh, my God. And I didn't realize it. And it was the worst thing ever. It was like on my area rug because I'm white. <gasps> I, I have an area. I had an area rug, you know. Uh-huh. So then I had to buy like a I didn't have like a cleaner, like a carpet cleaner. So I had to go buy one to get the dog shit out of the fucking area rug. Honey, I don't have the money for that. It is a day ruiner. Truly. Okay. We we spent the first five minutes, five and a half minutes talking about dog shit. Um. I mean, that's just the entire podcast, so I mean... Gay whites talking about dog shit. That's the (laughs) podcast America needs right now. Truly. The white gays... Okay, speaking of dog shit, do you want to know what the United States Googled the most in 2019? I, I I feel like we bring this up every, every towards the end of every year, and it's always the worst. It's always... They're not the- too... Well, they're interesting this year. I'm going to go... like. So they have um, searches in general. The number one search was Disney Plus. Oh, okay, that makes you sense. You gotta get Disney. Yeah, you gotta I mean, get that, Disney Plus. You know, you're un-American if you don't have Disney Plus. I don't have Disney Plus. So um, the news, and this is for the U.S. You can also look at global, mm. um, but I don't care about the rest of the world. I'm American, right? Exactly. Um, we only care about ourselves. We're insular. News was Hurricane Dorian, Notre Dame Cathedral, Women's World Cup, Area 51 raid, and Copa America. So, Copa, wait, what's Copa? Copacabana? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. It's going to be something that we should know, isn't it? Copa America. Oh, oh it's, it's a football. Soccer. It's soccer. It's soccer. Football. Um, I'm, none of these are impeachment. None of these are Trump. Weird. Right. I mean, half, um, half of me is like glad that there's other things going on besides our, you know, racist orange impeachable oh, yeah. president. But Thank the other God half for of me is Notre like, Dame burning down and... The Hurricane Dorian. Yeah, right? I guess there, there's other national disasters <laughs> other than the 2016 presidency. But I I mean, I don't know. I guess there's other things that happen in the world other than I guess us. what you're saying is you're not glad those things happen, but you're glad people are interested in things other than. Right. The world keeps spinning, even though that we're spinning out of right. control. OK. Um, you know? And then as far as what is dot, dot, dot. People mm. search for what is Area 51. I think that one was popular in the UK, too. Oh, pro- yeah, probably. Because, like, I mean, we grew up yeah. with, like, we we inherently know that Area 51 is in... in Roswell. Yeah. 
aliens, right. desert. It, it, it's kind of part of Americana. It's kind of part of our culture. But I'm assuming, yeah, like people in the UK, like they probably don't really know what the fuck that is. Like all the conspiracy theories and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Second one is what is a Visco girl? Honey, I don't. I still don't know. Do you want to explain that what? to me? Um, it's uh, it, girls who use the app Visco. Mm-hmm. I remember. And they all have hydro flasks, which are just fancy names for water bottles. So is like, is Visco, girl, is Visco Girl like the evolution of Common White Girl? Is this like what Visco kind Girl is? Kind of. I guess so. I guess it's a, but it's like a, it's a different specific sect. Mm. Like you wear a scrunchie, you kind of have this beachy punk kind of looking vibe. I don't, mm-hmm. That's probably a really bad explanation. And you say sk-sk-sk-sk-sk-sk. Which when is laughing. Not, not pronounced skeet, skeet, skeet. It's pronounced. Yeah. And you hashtag save the turtles. So, okay, here's a question. Oh, and you use reusable straws. Oh, yeah. Like like metal straws or whatever. My roommate has a metal straw. We have, um, well, ours are plastic, but they're, you put them in the reusable dishwasher. Plastic. Oh, you see, look yeah. at you. You're being responsible. Yeah. Um, so do you want to explain to me what, is that like an I LOL? would love to, but I don't know. Yeah, it's laughter. It's like, okay. ha, 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 ha. Okay. I think. Is it like snickering? Because like, I've seen it everywhere, but I've been too afraid to ask what the fuck it means. What is, this, 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 let's just add to their, um, their search, Google search. Whatever. All I know is that it's not, it's pronounced skeet, 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 skeet. That's totally different. A phrase that's mostly typed, sort of like mashing your keyboard as an exclamation. It can stand for laughter or express awkwardness or be the same as OMG. It's sort of like saying, I can't even if it were still 2013. Okay. On Urban Dictionary, it says is a way that dumb bitches laugh and they do this to annoy their friends. Oh, I thought you were reading like an Urban Dictionary one. That was the Sam Ravioli. Oh, no, this is Urban Dictionary. Oh, okay. So, okay. Back in my day in the group chat, you would just keyboard mash. I feel like that just this is like the same thing. It's like you just mash things on the keyboard. Yeah. Well, but I use it mostly for laughter. Okay. It's open to interpretation. It's contextual. I it's see. Intelligence. It's crazy how things, you know, evolve over time. I'm stuck in the fucking Stone Age. I'm still using LOL in my group chats. So as long as know. you don't use and I've gotten messages about this ever since my war on the laughing crying emoji. Oh, honey. People honey, went after you. Well, they didn't so much go after me as they admitted to being that person. Well, I mean and understanding it, their that they're, you know, the first step is admitting you have stage. a problem. That's true. So as long as you're not throwing that emoji around, sending me a Christmas card with 20 baby pics on it. I'm going to absolutely do that this year. That just a, a random baby you find. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a stock photo, baby. Um, Here's one I don't know, though. OK. What is Momo? That's number three on the list. And Momo was a an Internet urban legend hoax thingy right that's what i assume but i don't i didn't know what that was i never heard of that oh you never until heard of I saw this. no i looked it up and it was this horrible doll puppet mm-hmm. with the big eyes and the the smiley face thing right yeah what was when did that happen i don't remember but i remember seeing it momo. around and people i just remember like the aftermath where people were memeing momo and so it got like it turned funny um and oh, then people so were trying thought, to make okay. momo like I think they were trying to make her some Momo sort challenge, some part of the LGBTQ spectrum be, in order to like 
make her on the same wavelength as when the Babadook was gay. Remember that? That was a Oh, meme. right. So people were trying to attach. Also, here's a question. Why are we attaching, like, horror elements to the LGBTQ community? Isn't that kind of problematic? Because that's a... That's our past. Excuse me, I got choked up thinking about it. Oh, that's sorry. our past and our future. It's just horror and and past, death and scare. Our present and our future. The Babadook was like depression. Honey. Right. I mean, I guess you know it kind of makes sense. It's but I, we did the Babadook like that because Netflix incorrectly categorized it as an LGBTQ right, and that's movie. what happened. But I but, mean, um, I, to counteract that, I guess we have you know you know uh, that fucking rat from. Arthur, he's gay and he's pretty wholesome. So, like, they kind of counterweight each what? other. Oh, the, um, Mr. Ratbird. Mr. Ratbastard or whatever his name is. Oh, no, he's wonderful. Exactly. He's wholesome. And the conservatives, you know, had a, you know, fucking conniption over it. So that's how we know that it is okay. Uh, well, the rest of this list, we're just going to go through four through ten. What is a boomer? What is quid pro quo? What mm. is camp fashion? Which I'm. It wasn't the Met the Met Gala this year was camp. Oh, just like camp, like the concept of camp. I thought you meant camp, like, right. like there's a camp that you go to and it's oh, called honey. like camp fashion. Camp fashion. <laughs> That's where you meet your husband, honey. Is that That's where you, you got your both gay your, husband. your degrees? Was it camp fashion? Camp fashion. Yeah, both of my <laughs> fake degrees are from camp fashion. I absolutely. I've got a bachelor um, of yes, queen and at a, camp fashion. And an associate's and it only, in sleigh. <laughs> ah, it only put me in debt, you know, 400,000. Casual. Don't you love the American, uh, Casual. American education camp system? Casual. Camp fashion. I can, I can definitely imagine camp fashion to be like a Disney Plus series that's going to come out. Like Camp Rock. It's like right, the like Camp Rock. See, that sequel or prequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, then it was, what is Disney Plus? What is Bird Box about? What oh, is... um. What is a Mandalorian and what is Brexit? Okay, I feel like those are those are things that people. Yeah, that makes sense that people are. I still yeah, don't know what the Mandalorian is. I know it has something to do with Star Wars. So it's good. We've been watching it. We're caught up. I've only heard good things. Yeah, it's great. It's great. All I know is Baby Yoda, and then all the gays like took Baby Yoda and put like long fingernails on him, and they put Baby Yoda like holding a thing of poppers. Piggy's gonna be everything. Baby Yoda. Piggy will be Baby Yoda for Halloween, I'm pretty sure. I feel like that's Can fair. I ask he, you? Here's he something I would Google. Yeah, he does. He, we, I probably won't paint him green. That's probably, probably for the best. Not. I'm sure he appreciates that. Um, Who is... This is going to be controversial. Here we go. Who is Billy Eilish? Eilish? Billy Eilish. Or as Eilish. everyone who thinks they're clever says, Billy Eyelash. Hilarious. Um, all I know, I don't listen to Billie Eilish. Um, is she a singer? Be- yeah, she's a singer, pop star. She kind of makes like, I don't, uh, I, this is coming from someone that has no idea that doesn't listen to Billie Eilish's music, but I, I think it's like kind of pop grunge. It's classified as pop music. And she just kind of exploded out of nowhere. Um, and she's only 17 her. from what I understand. Yeah, people, people live for her. I think she had a couple like things that See, went viral. Once Megan Trainer happened, I checked out. Honey, I so I I don't I don't keep up anymore. But I see her everywhere. And then there's some with some drama this past week, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's 17. Can we calm down? Yeah, she like didn't know who Tool was or something. If I was 17, I wouldn't know who like a lot of people were either. Like, fuck. Well, she she said something about Lady Gaga's meat dress. Oh yeah, I think that Billie Eilish is vegan. Oh, I didn't. And, I I thought she just made fun of it. Oh, not I think having I think anything she, to do with it being meat. 
I think that she read it because she was like, I think that she is, I'm don't, I'm pulling this on my ass. I don't really know. I'm pretty Here sure she's vegan. Here it comes. And then all the Gaga stands were like, Gaga invented fashion with the meat dress. It's like, no, sweaty. Anyway. I'm going to be real here. Gaga was big for like four years and then she made a jazz album. I mean, tea. (laughs) (laughs) Pop off, sis. Party. Um, As someone who isn't, who like enjoys Gaga, um, but like I'm not like a stan. I don't really stan anyone. I feel like that's probably, it's probably because that I have a a, That's healthy. That's called healthy. Yeah, it's called having a healthy relationship with pop stars and fame and reality. I do. I really did enjoy art pop because I'm like a big electro stan. Um, I love her music. I don't have an issue with Lady Gaga. But do I think that, I mean, I think all pop stars are overrated. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think pop as a genre is overrated. And that's my main genre. Exactly. But I mean, you listen to K-pop, so it's like. Oh, yeah, that's. And I had I left that industry, honey. It's over. I'm one of the ones who escaped K-pop. I mean, I can't believe that, you know, you were in a K-pop band and you escaped. I escaped. Honey. It's like literally, it's I'm like leaving North it. Korea. It's like living, like leaving the fucking K-pop industry. I was done with it. I, I can't support K-pop. And okay, if you have a, a basic friend, you know that like once they get on a trend, it's over, mm-hmm. you know? It's like the Facebook of trends. Right. There was a, like, I was really into K-pop. I hate doing, I hate doing this. But like when it, it was still huge. There was a huge amount of people in non-South Korean countries, which includes all countries other than South Korea, that liked K-pop, but it wasn't kind of mainstream. But now BTS is a thing and you're like, oh, I'm over K-pop. And then like your most basic friend starts loving BTS and then they start loving Twice because they think Twice is the only girl group. Me. And you're just, <laughs> get out of here. Pop, get, pop you're fired. Off, sis. You pop, pop off. Get out. Get Read out. Read me. Read me. I would me. throw you out on the street. I would out of my house. Fuck. If your Spotify has Fancy by Twice in the top, it's get over. Yourself, get out. Get out. If your if your Spotify has has Twice in in the top artist, seek treatment. <laughs> seek treatment. Uh, this whole this whole episode is just problematic opinions sorry i won't i don't hate you if you listen to twice but i hate I everything about you, you. <laughs> right i just hate who you are well okay so since since you're done with k-pop what the fuck do you listen to you, you I don't, don't listen, listen to i don't listen to anything i listen to the amelie soundtrack and i listen to the stardew valley soundtrack and that's it that's wow. it sam that's I am, it what's it like not having any joy in your life whatsoever um are you that's like I'm about to pop off sis. Pop off sis. <laughs> so sorry that pop off sis is like now a thing. It's Joe's fault. Yeah, I'm. I've. I've you I've brought. You brought, it. you brought. You brought this brought to the table. Back. I brought it back, honey. <sighs> anyway, um, the, Mer- did you see the dictionaries? Merriam-Webster's uh, word of the year for 2019. It's, is it they? It's they. Yes, bitch. I know. I was very happy about that. Um, so the, the singular they, mm-hmm. more specifically, refers to um, as a pronoun. Um, Which has already who's... been a thing for years. For right. For like hundreds of years. Um, refers to a person whose gender identity is non-binary. It says, although use it for whatever, you know, if that's mm-hmm. what you feel your pronoun is, that's what right. you feel. Um 
used in place of he or she, it says. And they talk about Sam Smith in it, uh, mm-hmm. their decision to use gender neutral pronouns. Mm-hmm. And um, pop off, sis. Pop um, off, Miriam Webster. Yes, Miriam. Yes, Miriam. My my favorite, like, um, example of how they, them has already been used is the instance where you're talking to someone and you say, I went to the doctor. And then the, the person's response is, oh, what did they say? Because a doctor can be, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a profession. So you're using a female they. doctor. I mean, unless you're a boomer and then you're like, what did he say? Because women doctors, <laughs> am I right? I, I would hesitate to ask, or I'm sure we've all done it. We've all assumed Uh-oh, if someone was like, oh, I had this. Um, we're, we're all problematic in our thinking but the trick the good thing is is when you realize it and you try to not do it anymore do right, you know what it's i mean being mindful right being mindful being aware of it like if someone is like oh i was talking to my construction worker friend and you're like oh what did he say and then you're like no bitch women can be construction workers everybody can be a construction worker so it's right. just you know Non-binary people can be construction workers. And right. so it's like, oh, let's like let's just use they more often instead of just assuming. What's that called? An inherent bias? Is that what that is? Inherent I don't know, biases? honey. You're, say- you're spilling the big words this week. Honey, spilling the beans, honey. Did you get a dictionary this week? Did Merriam-Webster <laughs> send you one? Honey, Merriam-Webster didn't send me one, but I asked for one for Christmas from Santa Claus. So maybe I can actually learn how to read. Do you remember those uh, fucking digital encyclopedias? That we were all ape shit over in like middle school. Uh, we had those. I mean, was it in? We no. We had like a digital dictionary. We had a digital dictionaries because like I went to middle school in like 2012 or whatever, and so I remember having those in like third and fourth grade specifically. They were each at our table, and so anytime we didn't know how to spell a word, we'd like use the little digital dictionary, and it was like oh. gray. I'm talking about like the ones on the PC. Oh, like like the World Book 1999, and there were right. like seven they CDs. Would, they came with like internet subscriptions to oh, AOL yeah. and shit. Oh Did I interrupt God. your story about your friend going to a doctor? Was no, story? no, that, oh, no, okay. that was that was just an example of using they them. Okay. Oh, but thank well, you for being so so, so uh, conscious of the conversation. I'm just really conscious of my friends <laughs> <laughs> and their um, feelings. <laughs> my my sister got World Book 1999 as a as a um, digital encyclopedia with CDs. It had six or seven CDs for I, either her birthday or Christmas, like 1999 to 2000, because that's when we got our like first Windows 95 PC. Was in like 1999 because we were like late to the party or whatever. And I remember. It had like a it came with like a microphone and like a like a text to speech search feature that I was so pumped about it about. But it was 1999. So it didn't work. So I was really oh, sad. 1999. But, why you gotta? Why you gotta? Why? You, why, why was technology you so primitive back then? But no, I remember that specifically. And I bet my parents still have that world book um, CD thing. I bet they still have it somewhere. We have like encyclopedias at in Arkansas, like the books. Oh yeah, my parents still do too. Isn't that crazy? Like World Book only, not the CD, the books. I remember writing like essays in pre-middle school, like using non, like using a physical 
encyclopedia. Oh, wow. I mean, I definitely used encyclopedias when I was younger. I have this specific memory. You ready for this? Ready for a boomer episode here? I'm featuring, ready for featuring your Featuring my father, a boomer. Honey, um, delve deep. Th- so when, when Wikipedia was first becoming a thing... My I like was having some argument with my dad because I was like using Wikipedia at school or whatever. And he said, oh, it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be much easier to look it up in a real encyclopedia. And so I challenged him at home. I was like, I'm going to look what look something up and see who gets to it faster. And he's like, OK. And so I looked it up on Wikipedia and he like was trying to find it in the physical world book that we have in our living room. And obviously Wikipedia won. And he was sure. so pissed off about it because of this newfangled technology on Wikipedia, blah, blah, blah. You don't know who's editing that. Rah, 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 rah. Um, so, wow. yeah. Anyway, that's my story. Boomers. Well, you have to be careful with Wikipedia because I was on one of the I was on the Wikipedia for Hillary Duff's song Fly this past week. Just of course. Browsing it. And mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. said it was off her third album. And I was like, that's off of her second album. But... It could technically be her third if you count her holiday album, which I don't. I see. So there's some controversy around that. There's some controversy. Check it out yourself. Also, your um, Wikipedia is only a conglomerate of sources. So check the sources, bitch. It's as the honey, easy as that. I don't have time for that. I'm <laughs> honey. <laughs> I see an ad on Facebook. I saw an ad on Facebook for Trump, honey. I vote for him. Oh he home. God. He 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 says bad must be bad. <laughs> the, the internet tells He-haw. me that Trump's amazing, so I gotta believe it. Everything on the internet's true. Um, let's move on to something slightly less problematic this week. Well, I don't know. What? It's really? about how you treat your kids. It deep Ugh. down. Okay, so there was a study in Australia, and it showed that Australians drive more carefully when they have a Pavlova in the car than when they have their own children in the car. So a Pavlova, (laughs) for those of y'all don't know, it's a layered meringue cake. It's very Mm -hmm. delicate. It can crack easily. Mm -hmm. It can spill if there's a lot of fruit on it. Um, I'm about to come at you with a lot of numbers and statistics. Are you ready for this? Okay, I'm I'm ready to just completely blank. So more than a thousand Australians were questions about their motoring skills. I'm reading this off a British website, but it takes place in Australia. Got it? Mm -hmm. All part of the colonies or whatever. I found so many that were like behind a subscription. They were like subscription locked. So I finally had to go to the Daily Mail to get this. But anyway. I I feel like you're there way more often than you should be. Oh, yeah. Well, it's only when I can't find it somewhere else and of course the daily mail's written about it because obviously mm-hmm. um but anyway survey these australians about their motoring skills 77 percent of men 65 percent of women had a a high opinion of their driving half of parents said they drove more carefully with children in the car while only 12 percent said they would be more cautious when driving with a pavlova so 12 percent mm. obviously or what is 100 minus 12 88 88% um, obviously don't care about food. Anyway, mm-hmm. they got 20 parents to transport a Pavlova, drive with children, and drive alone. I don't know whose children they were. It doesn't say. They might have just put random kids in these people's cars. I love um, how they were just like, let's see if this child dies in your car. <laughs> right. Here's a random child. for this. I don't, put your, it, this child at risk. Surely it had to be their own kids, but I don't know. Right. Um, a whopping 
That's a quote from the Daily Mail. 95% of the drivers improve their skills and driving when transporting a Pavlova uh, compared to driving a child or being alone in the car. Uh, 65% had improvement in acceleration. 60% were more cautious in braking. Uh, Half of those tested recording positive change in turning corners. 45% recorded a decline in phone use. 20% improved their speed. Mm -hmm. Pavlova. Pavlova. Not the kid. Well, I I feel like it makes sense because you know how difficult Pavlovas are to make. You can just have sex and pop out another kid in nine months. It's easy, right? Oh, yeah. Isn't that honey, how that works? Sure. Nine months of smooth sailing, I hear. <laughs> Pregnancy isn't difficult at all, right? It's not Meanwhile, difficult. And it's up to a man to decide if exactly. it should happen. Women pregnant? What? <laughs> I had no idea. God. But a pavlova, you got to whip the meringue. You got to make sure it doesn't burn. You have to have fresh fruit that's in season. You know, it's a whole fucking production. Honey, I get it. I've had to whip so much fucking... I've had to make so much fucking meringue. When I made that angel food cake, that's like 99% meringue and whipped up like 16 fucking eggs, I was done. Yeah. I would have the- breastfed that cake. And I would have held it close to my heart for the rest of my life. I would have paid to see it, honey. I would have paid honey, to see you breastfeed a cake. Um, Well, go to my OnlyFans. <laughs> and you can find it there. Patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. But I was obviously found this on Reddit. Hee haw. Hee haw. And people in the comments were like, Kids are more durable than kegs. Your kid's probably in the car seat. You know, like, I mean, you don't, you're not supposed to shake a kid. Last time I checked. Right. Didn't turn out well. Are pavlovas super popular in Australia? I think I've had a pavlova once. I don't know. They always make them on Great British Bake Off. So So maybe it is like a, yeah, maybe it is like a a crown colony sort of situation. Yeah. The Bake Off people I follow are always making them on their Instagrams. Is there something? Maybe I need to make pavlovas more often. But meringues are ugh, maybe not. I'll just yeah. maybe I'll well, just I'll I'll it look at have pavlovas. To, see, like it doesn't even. It only really matters how it looks if you're on a baking show. Do you know what I mean? True. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's meringue. It's gonna taste good. It's 100 percent sugar. You know, right, right, sugar egg. Like, who cares bacon. if it cracks if you make it at home? Huh. But um, face crack of the century. <laughs> well, uh, it also revealed 19% of respondents check their phone at the traffic lights, 18% look at the screen of their phone while driving. Mm-hmm. So, like, in general, uh, people are bad drivers in general. Truly. Just make everyone have a Pavlova in their vehicle. Exactly. It makes sense. Pop um, off, sis. When you drove, when was the last time you drove a car? So, I drove one in October when we were back in Arkansas. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I drove. Was it a sure car or a tractor? Went drove, drove my mom's Jeep. Ooh. Uh, did you go mud bogging? It's a Jeep Liberty. It's like a non... It's a mom car. It's a mom Jeep. This is not <laughs> like an off-road Jeep. I love a mom Jeep. Oh, my God. Um, I drove that, I'm pretty sure, but not far. And that was mm-hmm. just the one time. But I haven't driven a car consistently. I don't think I've driven a car in D.C. since I moved here. And that was like a, a U-Haul. Oh, my God. If I have not driven I, I in the city. I would never drive in a city. I mean, like, I have. But, like, if I lived in a city and there was public transit, you bet your sweet ass I wouldn't have a car. Holy shit. See, I don't want to. I never want to drive again, but I want to tell other people how to drive. <laughs> and I want to I want to tell them how to walk. And I want to tell them how to bike, too. Mm, I want to be in charge of how everybody 
behaves when they're outside mm-hmm. of their house. Right. It's Joe wants the key to the city. That's what I he wants. want. And that may sound a little authoritarian, a little <laughs> communism. You communism. thought Trump was bad. Wait till Joe gets into <laughs> office, honey. But hey, I'm not trying to make illegal things you do inside your house, just outside your house. I right. just want to, you need to walk on the right side of the sidewalk or left if in your country you, they drive on the left. Mm-hmm. You need to not walk more than two people side by side and mm-hmm. one person. You need to always move over for gay people. Yeah. Move, I'm gay. Move for gay people because mm-hmm. we have been pushed aside too long. And we're always in a rush. We're power walking. We're trying to get places. And when I'm walking my dog and I have shit on my shoe, don't come up behind me on the sidewalk on your bicycle and ask me to move. That happened today, too. I was like, bitch, there's the road. It's right. By, it's right there. It's the big black strip of pavement running through the middle. And that's where you're supposed to be. Not behind me with my dog shit and my dog. You feel better? I do feel better. <laughs> I can't wait to like see Joe's 12 page letter to the editor. This is just a therapy podcast. Honey, you need a therapist. I mean, that's all we do is we rant about things that we probably don't really care about. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, what were there any other things in that article about? I already Pavlova's? closed it. Okay. I mean, I think there were some more statistics, but we were over it anyway. Um. Oh, what was I going to ask? Something. Oh, do you think that you're I mean, I know you like you like to tell other people what the fuck to do. Right. But do yes, you think I'm that bossy. you're a good driver? Like, oh, oh, overall, do you think you're a good driver? When I was a teenager, I was a really bad driver. I mm. I didn't speed like I don't know. I just I just was too aggressive. I was mm. too like I'm young. I'm going to live forever. Young and free. I never like put myself in any danger, but I was definitely not great. Now I think I'm overly cautious. Like I am, I'm terrified of driving. I don't Grandma. like it. I think it's, I don't think anybody should do it. Well, I know that it's a necessity. I, I know it's a necessity for so many people in America. It's, there's right. very few places you can live where you don't have to have a car. Mm-hmm. But I wish that the more of the world were, you don't have to have a car. Right, because you're you're driving like a two ton death machine, basically. Yes, it's just... not everyone is should be able to have that responsibility. Yeah, but are you a good driver? Well, here's my dilemma. I feel like people that say they are good drivers, like that that tell people they're good drivers, actually aren't. But oh, are you coming? I for think me? I'm a good driver, so oh. that means I'm a bad driver. <laughs> this I is think my, as long as you don't, I don't know. Tail, I feel like tailgating. People think right. nothing of tailgating, but I think it's bad. It's fucking going to cause a wreck, you know? Right. And I mean, if, if if I look at my history, like I've never been in a car accident. I've been pulled over and ticketed once on the highway. I feel like I don't speed very much. I feel like that I, I give enough space between me and the car in front of me. I'm not like riding people's asses, you know, but mm-hmm. also like I, I'm I'm I don't know. I I, I, I'm not a I, it's not an objective opinion. This is me thinking about myself. So like I need I need a third party investigation into my driving habits to see if I'm right or, or not. I mm. hope I'm not a bad driver, but I know so many people that think they're good drivers and sweaty. Spoiler, they're bad drivers. What if the real tea is nobody's a good driver? Yeah, I mean, the real tea is honestly a robot can definitely drive us way safer than humans. Pop off. So, sis. Pop off, sis. Anyway, automated cars are expensive. I don't have any money. 
So yeah. I'm going to drive my two-ton death machine into the fucking river. <laughs> okay. Ye fucking haw, bitch. Film it and put it on YouTube. Exactly. See, maybe i get some fucking ad revenue from it. Who knows? Well, probably not because YouTube's gone to garbage. So, you know. They've got the only- a new, you know, we might save this one for next week. They updated their, like, malicious insults and threats policy. Oh, aren't they enabling white supremacists now or something? No, they're, I think they're actually, they, like, beefed it up. Like, oh. quote, implied threats of violence is now part of the harassment policy. Interesting. But I don't know. I haven't read the full article. Obvi. Reading the full article? Obvi. That's not us. That's not part of our brand. I've also got a good article about um, the meaning of life. Well, bring bring it up. I'm ready. We, you we want have me to do it now? You, okay. Um, this is from Inverse. I've never been to this site before. But... Hmm. Uh, it says, what is the meaning of life? Uh, scientists have found the age when purpose becomes clear. So they interviewed 1,042 people aged 21 to more than 100 years old. And they re- they found that people feel like their lives have meaning at around age 60. Uh, Damn. That's the age in which the search for meaning is often its lowest and the, quote, presence of meaning is at its highest. This comes from a paper published in Clinical Psychiatry. Um, mm. And that's the T. There's a lot of other shit. They, okay, they did, um, they had two groups of people, younger adults, which were, the average age was 42, and then older adults, which the average age was 80. People in their 20s and 30s were searching for meaning. They had lower presence of meaning, according to the results. Um, people At this age, people go through various stages of psychological development. They actively seek friendship, careers, relationships, um, and they say that might take a toll on your health. Searching for meaning has a negative correlation with mental health. So what I'm gathering from this is by the time that you're able to retire and not work and also be on Medicare and not pay, not have to worry about paying for your health insurance, life finally gets good. Well, isn't it 65 now, Medicare? I don't know. But they do I mean, say... Um, we're close, yeah. I'm, I'm rounding up. They say by ages 40 and 50, people usually have careers, they have relationships, um, and the pursuit for meaning decreases and the perception that their life is meaningful increases. And then comes age 60. At this stage, it says search tapers off, the presence has peaked, presence of meaning. Uh, This is correlated with both improved mental health and physical health in older adults. Uh, But it says after age 60, it, it declines as well so Uh, after age 60 you start accepting the inevitable end of your life it says you retire you have Mm -hmm. bereavement uh increasing health issues and then you're dying well yeah and then what you thought was the meaning in your life fades away (laughs) and then you get this this prime peak (laughs) moment for a couple years where everything's great and then shit starts hitting the fan again and then you're like hey okay Here's the real tea, though. Do you are you starting to see this like in your parents? What do you mean? Them failing? No. Well, my parents have had some health problems and I feel like they are like their kids have both left. They're both out Mm -hmm. of the house. They're mostly retired. My dad still works a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they are struggling to find out what they're supposed to do. Like oh, honey, that midlife depressed. crisis sort of situation? Well, not even midlife. I feel like midlife is like your, you know, your 40s, 50s crisis. Right. This is but like Yeah, but it's like you, you don't have... Job. You're, you're, yeah. you're not as busy anymore. You're trying to find, like, you know, things to occupy your time, trying to find things that you enjoy. 
And it's like, oh, shit, I have like all this extra time. And like, I don't know what I want to do. Well, yeah. I mean, you just I don't know. You look at your whole life and you're like, what did I do? Uh-oh, What's my purpose? Now, I mean, I can see it in my parents as like the real really? And I can see that they want to do stuff, but they're not sure how to. And so like oh. I've been like, I will fill out this volunteer form for you. I will do this. I will do this. But like, I don't know. Sometimes you feel like you can only do so much, you know? You're like, you right, want to help because exactly. they brought you up. Right. But you're like, I don't know how to fix this. I feel like I I feel like that's that's probably very typical. I feel like that's that's yeah. something that probably happens a lot. It hasn't happened to my parent my parents yet because I feel like my parents are younger than your parents. Like how old is your dad? Sixty six or sixty seven, I think. Yeah. See, my dad is about my parents are probably about 10 years younger than okay. your parents. So my dad is still working. He's not at retirement age yet. And so, like, there's still a lot of stuff occupying my parents' time. But also, a, an interesting thing that I've noticed about my parents compared to a lot of my other friends' parents is, which is, I don't know, it's, it's weird to say, my parents love spending time with each other, like, even still. I feel like this is a thing that, like, is atypical because, fuck, if I spent the rest of my life with someone, I'd probably get sick of them, to be quite honest. Like, I wouldn't want to, you know, I don't know. It's like... Spent 50 years with you, Brenda. Like, I have know everything about you. You're kind of boring to me now. But my Ooh. parents, like, they go camping. They go fishing together. They go to, like, music festivals together. Like, they're still in love. It's weird. Like, all my other friends' parents, like, either hate each other, they sleep in separate beds, or they're divorced. I feel like my oh. parents are outliers. See, my parents still, like... do everything together. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know if they have enough hobbies. Like they okay. need, but they're, but they're also like as seriously introverted as me. Like I can 100% see myself becoming this to, mm. to the point where like, like if I didn't have Justin, Justin gets me out of the house. You know what I mean? Like right. yeah, I, I would that. not know what to do. I would be like too shy to go do something or mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't even know where to begin. And I think that's kind of like where my parents are at. They're in right. retirement and they don't know what. They've worked so hard and they've brought up their kids and now they're like, wait, do I have a hobby, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. I've just, it's, it's a weird, I've said it before in this podcast, nothing prepares you for your parents getting old. No, like, absolutely nothing. not. It is terrifying. Mm -hmm. Like the doctor's appointments. The slow know. decline in health. Right. And it's just like, you want to help, but you don't know how. Right. And they don't well, want you there, you know. They raised you to go do something. Right. They want you to, like, live your life, right? Yeah. But you so. have this, like, existential guilt of, like, oh, like, I want to be taking care of you. But you're, like, you know, I also want to be living my life. And they're, like, you want to live your life. Like, we want you to live your life and not take care of us all the time. Honey, this is why I have a therapist. Honey, this is why I have a therapist number I haven't called. <laughs> <laughs> hey, step by step. Baby steps, Honey, bitch. Baby look at steps. that number sometimes. Well, in the, in the aspect of, like... We're introverted and we and like you're seeing your introverted parents like not know what to do, like getting out of the house or whatever. I feel like it's going to be different for us because as introverts on the Internet, we have like we have an unlimited amount of things I feel like that we can do from our computer. Like That's we can true. be so we can be social online, we can play games online, we can, you know, debate online, we can have relationships online. Like, you know, I feel like that when we're older and if the internet is still around and the world hasn't like completely collapsed in chaos, um, I feel like that we're gonna like as older introverts, I feel like that we're probably gonna be able to have a lot more hobbies because that we are 
we've been online for so long that it's like we we know how to do things that are social that don't involve leaving the house you know I get you, honey. In comparison to like our parents who like didn't grow up with the internet and all of their social interaction was like physical social interaction, getting up and doing things. Like going to church. We're just going to be, yeah, going to church. We're just going to be fat slobs at our computers, but at least we aren't going to be as lonely. Um, I'm going to be that like 100 year old gaming grandma, you know? Girl. Let me tell you. I support you. think that Tegan and Kai, well, Kai's only two, but Tegan knows that I'm the video game guru. Mm-hmm. And I've established that, you know, so I, I need to continue that. Right. I need to be the video game person. I, I totally support that because like my dad was such a gamer like back in the 90s. And then I he got me into playing video games and then he tapped out. And I was always so fucking sad. It's probably because that like he lost interest. And also he like had like a full time job and was like doing shit was stressed out. Right. But. I God, I wish I had a gaming dad. That would have been so fucking cool, dude. All right, well, I'll call your dad and let him know you he let you down. Well, he still has the same phone number, so you can, you know. <laughs> I, not, you, I you don't have even it. have it, it anymore. I don't oh, think I have it, honey. I know. I thought, I thought, you know, I thought you had a relationship with my father. <laughs> oh, I I'm sorry. That... I'm not the dad. <laughs> You're not the dad Maury. I always wanted. We're gonna take this to Maury. <laughs> Anyway, um, I, I I support you being the the gaming gay dad I'm, for the rest of I'm time. Well, more like uncle. That's kind of the role I'm taking on. Gaming gunkle. Gaming gunkle. Cute. Anyway, it's cheese of the week. Um, we got a, a picture of someone finding your black diamond. Oh yeah, someone 10, tweeted that. Year age five year. Cheddar, well, let me tell you, James, the one who did the um the artwork for our pins, he was oh, talking yeah, our about buttons. If you want a button, you can go to Patreon. <gasps> Oh, excuse me. You are disgusting. Patreon.com slash the, sh- the show Sam and Joe. Um, a lot of you are uh, eligible for pins, but we don't have your fucking addresses. So please go to the show Sam and Joe.com slash shipping to figure out how to input your um, physical address so we can send you a pin that you so rightfully deserve. And James made the artwork for these wonderful pins. So get on it. Well, any hoozles. You definitely Sorry. should do that. There are beautiful artwork. But James was talking in my Discord the other day. James, mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you didn't want me to share this information. He's James, outing you. He found seven-year cheddar. <gasps> what? And I was reading, I had done read online that seven-year is about as high as you can go with consumer cheddar. Because you can also find 10-year, but most people find it's way too strong. But right. then someone You're really else, funky at that point. Yeah, it's just like a, a crystal. You know, <laughs> it's like a whole, Himalayan salt lamp it's at that a point. Crystal, but someone else in the chat said they got ten-year cheddar. Oh my god, what? I know, and so now I'm, it's apparently super rare to find. Like you ain't gonna find it at the supermarket, super well, I'm sh- I'm sure it's super rare because I feel like a lot of people. I feel like it's way too strong and way too funky for most people. Um, what is this? I can't tell what brand this is that they got. Oh, it's Cheddar Heads. Okay, it's Wisconsin Sharp Cheddar, aged 10 years. I'm sorry if you didn't want me to share this information. It looks like they got it at their grocery store. I need wow. to go to Wisconsin. <laughs> Joe is moving to Wisconsin. It's official. See, just for I've the been, cheese. I've been wanting to go to Vermont because they do cheese too, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. But Wisconsin, I feel like, is the cheese. Right. Wisconsin is cheese. Yeah. Oh, and cheese curds, honey. Oh, honey, curd, curdle me up, honey. I'm curdled. 
<laughs> I've had some really sharp cheddars in my day. And like, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I feel like that I like the, I don't know. I, I don't like a really, really sharp. Like I like a sharp cheddar, but like, mm. I don't know, 10 years. Mm, I don't think I can do it. I want it sharp. I want that cheddar to tell to me stab off. you. I want it to say you're ugly. You're stupid. <laughs> I want it to be sharp. Joe with wants me. the most abusive I cheddar. Want, yeah, I want it to tear me up from the outside in and then from the inside out. Honey, just have Justin do it. Um, that was the kind of the cheese of the week. We also got some uh, parmesan for. We made homemade minestrone. Ooh. And, uh, well, I made homemade minestrone. Justin realized he wasn't going to be home in time, so I cooked it all. But you use a Parmesan rind in it. Oh, I love using Parm rinds in, yeah, like, in so soups. I put it in, like, a chili and we, cook it out. Yeah, it's good. So we, I yes, did that. Bitch. I rinded a, some cheese wheel of Parmesan. It's good. Um, pro tip, if you have a parma, like you like are grating down a parm, um, piece or whatever, and there's rind on it and you don't know what to do with it and you don't have a use for it right now, you can put it in a plastic bag and put it in your freezer and then you can use it whenever you need it. I have like a you plastic can also bag. What? Melt it down and pour it over your skin while it's searing hot and then lick it off yourself after it hardens and you become not- a hardened cheese person. <laughs> The, the stinky cheese man you can become that was a book that was a kid's book wasn't it yeah yeah it was anyway don't pour hot melted cheese on your body <laughs> anyway don't you do what i just told to you to say do. these things on the internet we'll get sued will we sued. people listen to this not that i've seen uh-uh no sweaty um but no i have a i have a whole ziploc bag full of of frozen parm rinds and then i don't when doubt I'm like, it H- honey i'll send them to you in the mail sweaty i have too many i don't gotta get doubt. rid of them how stinky your freezer is. <laughs> it, it doesn't stink. It's frozen. I, I don't doubt. I don't you think you understand. Pour those Parmesan rinds on your bed and roll around on them. Honey, you're the person that just told everyone to I melt down a rind never. and pour it over don't their you dare skin. Sl- I'll sue you. I'll don't sue you. Don't you dare slander me with all this. <laughs> with these lies. I like to make fun of people for things that I do. Mm-hmm. And say, I see. Mm-hmm. Joe can do no wrong. Anyway, should we go favorite things? Sure, I'm ready. These are a few of our favorite things. Ravioli. So, nope. Okay. Yep, you. sure. What's your favorite thing this week? <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite thing this week is um, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season three. Oh, yeah. Um, saw it came out. She was photoshopped yeah, it- to death in that. Oh, honey, yeah, she is. In the banner ad. Yeah, honey, she is is a a porcelain fucking doll in the advertisements for this. Um, So Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is a uh, Amazon original series about a a woman in, it starts out in the 50s, mid 50s, I believe. And her husband wants to become a comedian and he's not funny, but she figures out that she's funny. So she becomes a female comedian and, um, I mean, a woman telling jokes in the 50s it it doesn't it's not a you know it's not a career path that most women would take and so it's funny um alex borstein is in it she plays her her manager um and they're both super fucking funny the third season just came out um it's eight episodes it's an amazon original so it all the episodes came out at the same time um and i i really enjoyed it i didn't enjoy it as much as i enjoyed season two 
Um, I think season two was like an eight out of 10 and season three was like a seven out of 10, but I still binged it and loved it. And the, you know, for the, the fashion alone, the costume designer on this fucking show, because it's like fifties, sixties, New York, you know, upper middle class. So there's like beautiful dresses and hats and shoes. And it's just, it's just lovely to look at. Um, but it's also a kick in the pants, as you would say in the fifties. Uh, did they say that in the fifties? I don't know. I wasn't born in the 50s. It's the bee's knees. It's the bee's knees. Um, It's really fucking funny. My parents really enjoy it. Like my mom calls. She called me multiple times over this past year being like, do you know when Maisel's coming out? Do you know when Maisel's coming out? And I was like, mom, I don't fucking know. And then it came out and she didn't realize because they're they're boomers that it all came out at once because that's the thing that happens now in 2019 is all the episodes come out so she called me i was at my friend's art gallery which is because i'm white that's a thing that i can do um, and, she, and she was she called me and she was like we got done with the first episode of Maisel, and there was another episode and i was like yeah mom all eight of them are out and she was like what and so she was very happy that all of them were out and she could binge watch them with my father anyways um, super fun, great fashion, very funny, lots of really great actors and actresses. Um, if you're into funny kind of period pieces in Americana and female comedians, check out The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's on Amazon. Um, there's three seasons, and I think they got picked up for a fourth. So it's super good, and I enjoy it. It's one of those like kind of feel-good, funny um, TV shows that I, I like, too. It kind of takes me out of this you know, chaotic cesspool of a volcano that we live in and in, in real life. And it kind of puts me in this nice little calm puts universe. You in a, where, another generation where women are. Put exactly. Down. A different generation with different horrific problems. Well, same horrific problems, really, honestly, <laughs> as this one. It's just, just always evolved. awful. It's never gotten better. Well, everything's going to die eventually. <laughs> um, I don't know if we finish season one. There were a lot of things that we were watching at the same time. So we need to sometimes sometimes you got to take a break. You got to take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Put reel it in. You got to reel it in. You got to eat some cheese. Got to walk the dog. Got to step in some dog shit. I got to wait for five years to get my cheddar ready. Exactly. I'm ready for you to start making your own cheese, bitch. When's it going to happen? I'm not. No, I'm not making my own cheese. I've seen it. I'm not doing it. Honey, just you wait. Why would I make my own cheese? I don't even have a cheese cave. I mean, I've I've been referred to as a cheese cave. <laughs> Honey, can I can I explore your cheese Honey, cave? I've I've been uh, I've top been ten things that. that would get you executed. Saying that out loud. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm not making my own cheese, Miss Maisel. Yet, just wait. I ain't doing it. They had to do it on like an episode of Bake Off. And I was like, no, don't make your own fucking cheese. This is why companies make cheese in caves. This is why I have a Harris Teeter. This is literally, I need to go to Harris Teeter. That is literally me getting my socialization of the day. Sad. You pop off, sis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ugh. my favorite Marvelous thing. Mrs. Maisel season three. Go look at it. Go check it out or whatever. Oh, I'm hurting. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I drank too much juice. We're at the witching hour. Joe's ready to, you know, go back you into know his what? cave. I was taking those probiotics and like two o'clock every day for like a week, diarrhea. Honey, me every week I without know. probiotics. You are just a mess. Honey, but at least you know how to manage my mess. You're struggling. Yeah, for about a week there, I was struggling. Anyway, my favorite thing this week is... 
Alien Isolation on Nintendo Switch. I heard that Alien Isolation runs super well on the Switch. It runs just as good, if not better, than when I played it on the PC. And looks just as good, too. Honestly, I kind of want to get it for the Switch. I kind of want to do it because I haven't played Alien Isolation in so long. I mean, you haven't played Alien Isolation, I assume, since you did your playthrough. I think my playthrough was five years ago, January. So this coming January, it'll have been five years. Do you like remember anything or like are things like, okay. I remember it very well because I mean, of course I would record it and then I would edit it. So it's almost like I was playing it twice as I was doing it. Right, right, right. Um, but I fucking love it. Like all over again. There it's are so such a few good games. Game. Yeah, there are so few games that I will like. I don't like to watch movies twice, and mm-hmm. I don't like to lo- to play like storyline games twice. Like I won't replay a Pokemon game for the story, you know. Right, 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 right. Um, but I I still love it. I love everything about it. It's my favorite horror movie, horror game of all time, and it's still fucking sad that there's not a sequel, except for the stupid mobile game. Wait, they have a mobile game? Yeah, there was like a mobile alien isolation game. Sad. You like tell someone else how to get through the vents. (laughs) Literally. You're like at an intercom or something. I don't even know. Love that. I don't even know. Do you know how much it is on Switch? I feel like it was 40. No, or wait. Alien isolation eShop. That's what I'll top in. I got it at a discount because I saved up my uh, points. Because I usually buy what? Your points? My points. My coupons. Because uh, I usually buy physical copies. It's thirty four ninety nine. I think I had like almost $5 worth of points, so I got it for 30 Nice. Um, Worth, definitely worth $35. Because for one, the campaign has been described as too long. Um, I think it's great. I want, And it comes with all the DLC, too. Oh, nice. Comes with all seven DLCs, honey. Um. I feel like if you haven't ever played Alien Isolation before, get it on Switch. Yeah, I even played it. I'm pretty sure I used a controller even on uh, PC. It's, yeah, I think you did. It's not a game. Like, there's you do have a gun in it. The gun doesn't mm-hmm. kill the alien. You can kill other humans, but no and one's going to aim. You don't need to aim. I think it has assisted aim if you want to turn it on, too. Oh, yeah, and the fucking robots. It's like the most fun hide-and-go-seek simulator you'll ever play. It's, that's true. Which, it, I mean, it, that doesn't really give it justice, but that's, like, how I... Do, for people who don't understand it, it's, it's like, that's kind of the way that I can just, des- like, describe it to people, what Alien Isolation is. But just, like, it's... It's the atmosphere of the game is just so perfect and just the perfect level of creepy and the the amount of jump scares and the, the atmospheric tone and the music and the sound effects and just everything about it. Oh, I need to replay this game. It's so good. Get it, girl. Girl, get it. Girl, get it. Alien Isolation, Nintendo Switch. Get it for $34.99. Hashtag not spawn. Oh, I wish. Oh, oh my God. Imagine. I don't know if Sega has any money to give away, though. So, Honey, I don't know. They keep having enough money to make those fucking Sonic and um, Mario Olympic game 2019-2020 Tokyo. Yeah, I like kind of <laughs> like that game. Did you get that? Yes, I'm on part six on the channel. Oh. Let me tell you, you a story. You have a gaming channel? Sam doesn't watch my videos, and I don't blame Honey, him. All I watch are food videos, honestly. I'm That's sorry. fine. I don't I don't support watching other YouTubers. <laughs> I don't support <laughs> I, I can't at this point. <laughs> I can't. So. Uh, Any hoozles. Good favorite, favorite things. things. Um, 
Hey, Mary. Oh, next week will be regular week. We're going to have our regular video, right? I think. Our regular podcast. Yes, podcast. I'm not filming myself. <laughs> um, regular video. And then the week of Christmas, the podcast will be after Christmas. So probably be like Friday or Saturday that week. Yeah. So not next week, but the week after. The week of Christmas, it's not going to be out Thursday. It's going to be out probably sometime on the weekend. Right. Because like, why yeah. would we? Uh, fuck, fuck. I'm going to be in Kansas. Sam is going to be rolling around under the tree. Right. And um, I'm going to be pretending I'm a tree. He's going to be waiting for Santa to pork him. Honey, so, climb down my chimney. Exactly. Exactly. Any hoozles. And also next week we will have a bonus episode for the Patreon page. Yeah, yeah. So y'all can stick around for that too. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see y'all next week. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Allison B. Andrew G. Austin D. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte S. Chris K. Christopher C. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. DeVoy C. Feliciano D. Erica V. James P. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Maurice W. Michael C. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rose G. Sandra P. Scott A. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.